Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Joe Bro Radio, the greatest nerd and pop culture podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. I am your humble host, Gage, and as always, joined by my fellow co-host, Neil Rosano. Say hello, buddy. Hey, what's up? How's it going, man? Doing great today? Huh. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. How about you, man? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm still waking up from the nap that I was unconsensually bestowed upon me, but I'm all right. Is sleep ever consensual, technically? Because you never really know when you fall asleep. I mean, you can choose when you're going to go to bed. I would say that eh. counts as consent. Eh, fair enough. But, uh, I mean, pretty much all sleep for me is unconsensual, though, because I don't like sleeping. But... Yeah. Anyway, well, that, I, I was expecting a little bit more to unpack there, but <clears throat> we'll call that good. Turn off that music. How's your chest feeling? All right, I I was in a little bit of pain this morning, so I took some pain meds, but uh, about it. Oh, okay, well, that's good. Well, if you're new here, uh, we talk about nerd stuff, we talk about pop culture stuff, and pretty much anything that interests us with absolutely no rhyme or reason. Uh, we don't plan things, and that's where the beauty of this podcast comes from. But uh, we like to talk about stuff, and before we get into the main juicy stuff. We have small stuff, otherwise known as small talk, as the kids say. Uh, right. So you, got, you got anything new? Um, I'm I'm upset about that Titanfall three game uh, being canceled, and I saw this thing. It was like a post on TikTok, and it was like EA and Respawn announced like a new single player game, and like everyone is like thinking it not a single player, but like a campaign and a multiplayer game, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, it's Battlefront 3. I'm just like, the fact that all of you want Battlefront 3 over Titanfall 3 makes me, you know, tells me everything I need to know about, you know, who you people are. Like, do you do you not understand that the last Battlefield game actually really sucked for a long time? And even now, it's only okay? Battlefront. Battlefront? Did I say yeah, Battlefield? Battlefront? I meant Battlefront. That's what, well, yeah, Battlefront's what I meant. Because, like, Battlefront 2 sucked for a while, and then they made it a little better, but there's really no recovering from the sin that was Battlefront 2. Battlefield 2042 sucked. I mean, I actually had fun playing it, because I don't care care enough about the game to, like, bitch about things, and I only played it for a little bit, but... FPS is like Battlefield and Call of Duty... Like, I'm either way too good at them or I suck at them just because, you know, either they're too easy because they're slow paced or they're too hard because they're so slow paced. And I just have that Titanfall gameplay like ingrained into my bones. Or Battlefield 2042, right? Everyone dogs on it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to endorse the game, but I mean, I actually did have fun playing it. Uh, I mean, I, I played it for a little bit on my buddy's PC before I got mine. I was over at his place, and I just, like, stood in the back with a sniper and just popped everyone in the head every two seconds. Yeah, see, I would go... I would actually go... Uh, Really, the only thing I did is I would get in people's vehicles. You know? Like, I would get in the... Like, uh, like if there was a tank, I would get in a different seat or whatnot, and I would pretty much just be a gun for everyone else. And I mean, it was it was okay. If you ever if you were to ever see that game on like a major sale, I would say if you want to get it, I would definitely play that with you. But I mean, it ain't gonna hurt my feelings if you don't. I'm not gonna 
sweat something like Battlefield, but yeah, I don't know. I'm as for tired of most PvP games nowadays. As for Titanfall's, uh, this the supposed basically Titanfall three, even though it isn't. Uh, I'm a little I'm a upset that I'm not getting a, you know, new game in the Titanfall universe. But at the same time, like I don't really like the characters that apex provides other than cuban blisk who existed before apex uh so i'm not necessarily too terribly upset about it but at the same time like i am a little bit i don't know i just want titanfall 3 just give me a titanfall 3 you know uh which i guess one on our own titanfall legends we can't do that without violating a a lot of copyrights and Uh, we'll just do it for ourselves though Oh, you would just build a whole AAA game that we only us play. Yeah. That might get a little boring, but <clears throat> I don't know. I had some small talk and I can't remember what it was. Um, That's pretty well. I mean, that's pretty much the I mean, that's that's a good bit of small talk. Uh, well, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out soon. Uh, I look forward to playing it and look forward to making people angry that I'm playing it. Uh, we we streamed GTFO last night. That was fun. Yes, we did. You can go check it out. It was pretty funny. Good times. There's a uh, there, there's a good clip on my page, on my Twitch page that you should definitely look at. That was so funny, dude. It was just the most random like line, and it just caught me so off guard. Or, uh, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of context. We'll tell you about it. So there's uh, these terminals in, in the game, right? You have to like use them sometimes to find certain mission objectives, find out where you need to go. Real quick, and uh, real, real quick though, I want to say, do not tell them what the joke is. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you have to use these terminals, and I wrote something in one of those terminals. You know, not expecting anything, but just to be funny. And it, it got a laugh out of everyone we were playing with, and I just yeah, it was fun. Um, primarily me, yeah. If you want to know what the funny, a little bit. Yeah, but I think, well, I don't know. I think he was laughing just because I was laughing. But if you want to know what the joke was, uh, go to go to Neo's uh, Twitch page and check it out. Follow him while you're at it. <clears throat> Do you? We want to talk about our idea for future Twitch streams, or? Hmm. Oh, the Twitch thing. Uh. I would no. Uh, we, we can announce that when we get the idea nice and polished. But uh, things are working out for the podcast. Something involving Twitch, so we'll uh, update you guys when we get that sorted out amongst ourselves. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that pretty much covers the small topic base. I mean, the only things I really had to mention outright were oh, Demio. There was that too. Uh, we played that. Uh, that was groovy for the demo, and yeah. now like that's um that's another situation where I'm hooked and really want to play it, but I have no money right now. Um, other than that, everyone sponsor us. Yeah, spot Demio sponsor us. Give us the game for free, and we will play it for you all the time. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, that's enough small talk. So today's topic. 
uh, well, we, I mean, pretty much we just have a list of topics, but this was also brought on by a memory of something, which is technically Neo, Neo's memory, but also mine, because I've, I've known about it for a long time. But, and it's not really my favorite thing to dive into, but it's something, you know, there's, there's content in it. Uh, creepypastas. Uh, but to start off with one in particular uh, is the SpongeBob's Lost Episode one, uh, which is, uh, I, I would say, probably one of the weirdest ones, just because, I mean, it's a child's thing. And I actually have no idea if this is true or not, the whole like story about it. Uh, do you want to share what the whole thing is about, Neo? Or? So, uh, I don't really know the creepypasta side of it. But there, there was actually like an episode of SpongeBob that never released. It was season three, episode nineteen, "The Sponge Who Could Fly." And uh-huh. I'm reading here, "The Sponge Who Could Fly" is a SpongeBob SquarePants episode from season three. In this episode, Patchy finds the lost episode about SpongeBob wishing he could fly with the jellyfish, despite the residents of Bikini Bomb repeatedly making fun of him. That what? That is not at all what I'm thinking of. Is it not? No. <clears throat> no. So the thing the lost episode thing I'm thinking of, are you on the creepypasta webpage or what? No. I I just searched up the SpongeBob lost episode thing. Okay, yeah, I don't know about that. No, what I'm thinking of is so there's a a, a thing. It's called Suicide Squidward. All right. Now, this is a little, this is actually pretty dark. I don't really like talking about it. But this was, like, supposedly, like, a real thing that was made but was never put on air because showrunners, like, caught onto what was happening before it was aired, obviously. But basically, it's an episode of SpongeBob where, I don't know, I guess things go, like, really wrong with Squidward. And this is, like, this is... You know, sounds like a completely fan-made concept. This is why I don't know if it's real or not, but it's persisted for quite a while, and you can actually find clips of it, which might just be fan-made as well. But, I don't know, I guess things go, like, really wrong for Squidward, and then it's like he goes home, and he's, like, crying and, you know, wallowing in misery. And then his eyes turn into, like, a really creepy red, and then he basically Kurt Cobains himself. That's right, yeah, I remember um, seeing and- that. And throughout the episode, there's, like, disturbing, gory images, like, here and there, just, like, little little frames. Uh, <clears throat> and, and that, you know, like, all creepypastas, for some reason, they blow up and people, you know, make them try to seem way c- cooler and more interesting than they actually are. Uh, so there was that, and... I don't I mean I really don't have a whole lot to say about that one other than I still have no idea if that was ever based on a true story or not. I don't think it was, but I also find it plausible that it could have been. I don't know. Especially with how like deranged uh TV studios and like even actors and whatnot can be these days. Right. So, who knows. Um what about you? What do you got anything? I mean, I remember seeing it like many years back, I think, like when it was still like a kind of a new thing. And it, it when I was younger, kind of like made me feel a little on edge. But, you know, that's all I can say about it. Let's see. SpongeBob. Lost. Episode. <clears throat> oh, no, that is a thing. 
Huh? This looks like an episode that, like, was actually released, though. I mean, it looks like something that is real. Right. Sponge You Could Fly also knows, uh, ep is the 19th episode of the third season and, and the 59th episode overall. Don't care about that. Just kind of, the series follows an adventure. To, okay. How about the episode? Why are you <laughs> giving me the lore of the, of the TV show itself? Plot. Uh, SpongeBob fan Patch the Pirate has presumably lost the lost the lost episode of SpongeBob prior to the episode after a segment of previous SpongeBob clips called "Remembering SpongeBob" and Patchy laminating that he lost the episode. He sets off to find his find it using a treasure map. Yeah, this doesn't seem like this is not at all what I was talking about. I don't even I don't know what the lost episode is. This is not. This is not at all what I figured it would be. Lost episode creepy pasta. Or does this have any information? Is there actually a lost SpongeBob episode? I don't know. Maybe the whole lost episode thing, like it's a real episode and it's not like bad in any way. It's just like they lost the footage for it. And then people made a big deal about it, saying it's like, ooh, it's this, it's that, and that's why it didn't get released, and that kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, here we are. Anything pertaining to creepypasta goes to the Squidward suicide thing. Uh, let's see. The last episode is an episode of a television or radio series which now is, or in the past was, not available for rerun or re-release. I don't. Yeah, this is not something that seems particularly interesting. I don't really care about legitimate lost episode. Huh. Oh yeah, here's the thing. Episode six six six, which is the supposed Suicide Squidward one. I don't believe that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yep. If you look up SpongeBob creepypasta, though, there's a lot of weird images. I think I did, a lot yeah. of I think a lot of them are supposed to be creepy, but a lot of them just look really stupid. Lost episode: Patrick's leg. <laughs> okay, that sounds really terrifying. What would I ever do about that situation? Patrick can regrow his leg, he's a starfish, he's fine. Yeah, pretty much. Or his legs regrow a new Patrick. There's a, if you, I don't know if you saw it, but on the creepypasta Spongebob search, you see a Meat Canyon thing. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Meat Canyon's disturbing, but it's so funny. Yeah, I love him. Let's see what else they got here. Uh, Red Mist, I think, is what the Suicide Squidward episode was called. Red Mist. But I'm not, I'm not sure. Hmm. Anyway, uh, as far as other creepypastas are concerned, I guess there isn't really a whole lot to talk about with the... Like, a lot of them are really straightforward. Uh, some of them are, are stupid. I think, I think the one that just... It seems like the the least interesting one to me as far as creepypastas go is uh, Jeff the Killer. Remember when that was a huge thing? 
Yeah, I think for me it's skinwalkers. Skin. Well, I don't think skinwalkers are necessarily a creepy pasta because there's actual like urban legend behind them. Is uh, there? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's all myth and rumor, you know, but uh, there's, I mean, the idea of skinwalkers was around before uh, creepypastas were, and actually to, to go on to that, um, I, and I kind of believe that skinwalkers would be real. This is, this is going to make me sound so lame, but the reason why I think something like a skinwalker actually exists is because or did exist, I'll say that, is there's that phobia of, or there's an, I mean, whether it terrifies you or just makes you uncomfortable, there's something about things that look very, very human, but aren't, that's a little, like, off-putting, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that little bit of uncomfort or sense of dread comes from the fact, it's an evolutionary thing, where humans developed that, because there was some kind of predator that could visually or verbally mock humans and trick them. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that something like a skinwalker is very feasible with, with that in mind. That's just that's just a outlandish theory, though. But uh, I could see that being very true. Um, but the Jeff the Killer creepypasta is pro like, it's... How do I say this? I, I would need someone to like refresh me, but from what I can remember, Jeff the Killer is about this weird teenage boy who would get bullied. And I mean, again, this is creepypasta, so there is absolutely zero coherent canon to it. You know, it just depends on what people like the most that sets the base for the canon. Uh, Basically, I don't know, he got jumped by a bunch of bullies or was tricked, and then he got in a huge fight with them, and, like, I guess he killed the bullies in, in this fight, but in the process, he was, like, lit on fire, and his skin was bleached or something like that, I don't know. And then he, you see the distorted images that uh, that you see whenever you look up Jeff the Killer. Uh, but the whole reason there's a story behind it anyway is because someone posted that weird creepy picture of just a big round-headed dude with a really white face and no eyelids or irises, I guess. Uh, no nose. Yeah, so people saw that creepy face and were like, here, that guy needs a backstory. And then they invented Jeff the Killer. Basically, it's just a story about a, a guy who had an awful accident and, you know, a little bit of a pass with bullying, and then he just decided to kill people when he recovered because he's you know psychotic now basically honestly not that much different from the joker uh so i don't really find that like too terribly terrifying uh i remember when slender man was like the whole number one thing like that that was i think that's arguably probably the most that was the most famous creepypasta now it's a little bit different because backrooms is considered a creepypasta and Backrooms is a little interesting, but uh, a little dull, in my opinion. I feel like we could do a whole deep dive on Backrooms for an episode. I mean, we can do it now. We're talking about creepypastas. Yeah, but uh, I'd, I'd want to get some more information and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Watch all the videos again. Well, we'll get back to it. But uh, uh, the Slenderman one... As far as the stories for him is, 
what the actual history of Slenderman was is there was a Photoshop challenge where someone made a creepy, you know, image of of what it what it will be known as Slenderman. Tall, really lanky dude with a suit, no face. And people would Photoshop him in the back of like playgrounds and crowds and stuff like that. It was a Photoshop challenge. Uh, and then, you know, society decided that they need to make something out of this thing because they want to be the one to, I don't know, get credit for him, I guess. I have no idea. And there's absolutely nothing coherent. Uh, I think there was one person who, like, actually made try to make a backstory of, like, he's a basically a demon or a spirit that's, like... Or some dude who was in, an, again, an accident or, like, in the woods or whatever. And then, I don't know, it's been so, so long since I looked into that. This is, like, when I was a little kid and I thought creepypastas were, like, the coolest thing in the world. Uh, but then there was the video game, Slender Man, the Eight Pages, which is very, very straightforward. Uh, but I'm not really going to discredit that because Slender Man, the Eight Pages is pretty much one of the main, main majority reasons why people like Markiplier and PewDiePie are still around today. Yeah. Uh, Because back then, no one was doing, no one was really doing gameplay videos, and no one was doing horror gameplay videos, you know? PewDiePie is more famous for that than Markiplier is, but, I mean, Slender the Eight Pages was still the thing, even in Markiplier's, like, starting time. Uh... And it got them huge kickstarts to it, you know? You know what the most popular creepypasta is? Hmm. Hero Brian. Hero Brian? Is he even considered a creepypasta? I don't know. Because I, I remember... I mean, do you want to talk about Hero Brian? Because there's actually a lot there. Why not? <laughs> so, that's a whole Minecraft thing, which... I'm not even sure how it really started here. Let's let's look. Yeah, apparently Herobrine is a creepypasta. So, well, basically the way Herobrine started is it's to, to describe him. It's basically the default Minecraft skin, Steve, but his eyes are completely white. Uh, and yeah, so it's a creepypasta. So this is pretty much not real. Uh, here, Minecraft Wiki fandom will read that. Yeah, but, like, Mojang has actually, like, you know, made a joke about it. Like, every patch they make, there's always a Hero Brian removed thing in every Minecraft patch. Is there really? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Uh, So, basically, Hero Brian started as, I, I'm willing to bet some dude made, uh basically just made a steve skin with completely white eyes as a prank on his buddy or something like that you know that's what i'm pretty sure it is but then there was a backstory put into it um both in like actual minecraft lore and like what it actually is people believed it was like a bug you know uh herobrine being a bug that would like terrorize your minecraft world and basically if you got had herobrine in your world you basically just have to scrap that world get rid of it wouldn't work um uh then there's like actual in-game lore where it's like not hero brian is like notch's brother notch being the main developer of or notch is the in-game god of minecraft but notch is basically the guy who invented minecraft can't remember his name 
Can I? Huh? Neither can I. Oh, yeah. Well, here, let's see. That, never mind. I don't care. I'm not going to get on that tangent. Uh, And then people made the creepypasta about him. I remember looking at, like... <laughs> I, well, back then it wasn't, didn't seem so poorly made, but remembering them now, like, really poorly made, like, horror videos about them. Yeah. Uh, it, it was so stupid. Let's see here. What do they got? Uh, I think I found the backstory, if you want to read it. Where? It's not too terribly long. <coughs> Send me a link. Here, I'll just share my screen. Is it on the Minecraft wiki or? It's on the uh, like fandom wiki thing. Okay, not the same page I was looking at. Oh, you're on the creepypasta page. That's why. Here, let me move that to my other monitor. All right, how much is his backstory? Is it all these paragraphs? It's just, yeah, it's just this, I think. Okay, well, let's see. I don't know if I'll read it all, but we'll get through it. Uh, I had recently spawned a new world in single-player Minecraft. Everything was normal at first as I began chopping down trees and crafting a workbench. I noticed something move amongst the dense fog. I have a very slow computer, so I have to play with a tiny render with a tiny render distance. I thought it was a cow, so I pursued it, hoping to grab some hides for armor. It wasn't a cow, though. Looking back at me was another character with a default skin, but his eyes were empty. I saw no name pop up, and I double-checked to make sure I wasn't in multiplayer mode. He didn't stay long. He looked at me and quickly ran into the fog. I pursued out of curiosity, but he was gone. Uh, oh, creepy. It's so hard to feel uh. Minecraft with any sense of, like, nervousness. Yeah. Uh, I continued on with the game, not sure what to think. As I expanded the world, I saw things that seemed out of place for the random map generation generator to make. Uh, two times two tunnels in the rocks, perfect, or small perfect pyramids made of sand in the ocean, uh, and groves of trees with all their leaves cut off. I would constantly think I saw uh, saw the other player in the deep fog, but I never got a better look at him. I tried increasing my render distance too far uh, whenever I thought I saw him, but to no avail. Uh, I saved the empty map and went on went on the forums to see if anyone else had found the pseudo-player. That's not how you use the word pseudo, I don't think. Uh, there were none. I created my own topic telling of the man and asking if anyone had a similar experience. The post was deleted within five minutes. I tried again and the topic was deleted even faster. I received a PM from username Herobrine. Containing one word, stop. <laughs> what? When, when I went to look at here, Brian's profile, the page 404. Uh, I received an email from another forum user. He claimed the mods can read the forum, uh, read the forum user messages. So we were safer using email. The emailer claimed that he had seen the mystery player too and had a small directory of other users who had seen him as well. Their worlds were littered with obviously man-made features as well, and described their mis their mystery player to have no pupils. Okay, I guess we are going to read all this. About a month passed until I heard from my informant again, 
some of the can I just say real quick this all seems a little dramatic yeah very dramatic like I don't I can't imagine really like unless it really stood out there's no way I would see something like in a game like Minecraft and then I would go deep searching it you know uh right which i mean it's something that i've done a lot of but it has to like be really interesting for me to do that like it has to be completely outlandish um which i mean i guess this can is considered it i don't know i've never had the experience maybe i'm maybe i'm judging this too harshly uh some of the people who had encountered the mystery man had looked into the name hero brian and found that name to be frequently used by a swedish gamer after some further information gathering, it was revealed to be the brother of Notch, the game's developer. I personally emailed Notch and asked him if he had a brother. It took him a while, but he emailed me back emailed me back a very short message. I did, but he is no longer with us. Neat, is that all? I haven't seen the mystery man since our first encounter, and I haven't noticed any changes to the world other than my own. I was able to press print screen when I saw him. Here's the only evidence of uh, his existence. Hmm? Click on that. I can't see it. Oh, that? Yo, God. Look at, look at all that. Look at those old textures. Old right. Minecraft. Ooh, jeez. Makes me feel nostalgic. Yeah, see, I don't necessarily believe that that's... Uh, real. Hmm. I don't know. Herobrine's an interesting one, though. I mean, well, I don't really want to say he's interesting, because, I mean, it's, like, childish, I guess. But, like, I, and I think this, this, is, this was a really, really big one, being uh, a kid. Only God can help you now. Yeah, they, they've dramatized Minecraft to the brink of destruction. Um, uh, or at least Herobrine, whatever. I know that people made Herobrine mods that were actually pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. As the sake of a mod actually making Minecraft a horror game. But at the same time, I think Minecraft is just way too bright and colorful for it to be scary at all. It needs, uh, you would need different textures and filters to make that game creepy. Yeah. But, uh, neat, I guess. Anyway. What the hell? Is this supposed to be Slenderman? Yeah. You know what? I think there was, uh, uh, there's an old Halloween texture pack for Minecraft that made Enderman look like Slenderman. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty, I remember that pretty clearly. I think because I remember, I think I put him in a box and I gave him a name tag that says Slenderman on it just for funsies. He'd be, yeah. he's like my, my little buddy. How did he not teleport out? <laughs> I don't know. He just never did. Whack. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I think Herobrine was like one of the first big bosses that I actually, you know, was introduced to in my life maybe besides thunderman yeah and then there was there's uh the mods with the hero brine spawner the little gold pyramid with a piece of netherrack and redstone torches yeah i saw it down here where is it i have it pulled up 
Many users, many user-created modifications have been made to add Herobrine into Minecraft. The earliest known Herobrine mod was a server plugin created on December 10th, 2010 by the user T. Kelly. In the plugin, Herobrine can be summoned by building an altar made of gold, uh, netherrack, redstone torches, and mossy cobblestone. Oh yeah, there's a piece of mossy cobblestone in the middle of it. Uh, and igniting the netherrack on top. The mod's version of Herobrine exhibits behaviors similar to those in the original Creepypasta and live streams, uh, as well as new behaviors such as placing redstone torches, building underground dungeons, teleporting behind players, and luring players into traps. Luring? How does that even work? You have to actually run after him to fall into the trap. I would just be like, no. <laughs> Updated versions of this plugin created by other users still exist on the internet, but the original plugin from the original creator is currently lost. Oh yeah, so the original mod is like gone. You can't can't mess with it anymore. That is neat. Because they um, never updated it. Probably. Later on July 29, 2011, a more popular hairbrine mod was created by the user Burner. This mod also lets players summon hairbrine by building and igniting the alternative gold brick netherrack gold. Uh though the arrangement of the com composition of blocks is different yeah it's a totem uh you need a hairbrine totem block in that one i remember that one this mod's version of hairbrine retains many of his abilities from the canon source even though there is no canon an original mod while gaining many new ones such as using tools placing signs possessing animals and spawning undead mobs hairbrine is much more hostile in this mod and will regularly directly attack players unlike the original mod where hairbrine is more rarely encountered and less directly hostile it kind of makes me want to mess around with a hairbrine mod to be honest with you yeah a little bit we actually uh should play minecraft because there's other things that they added like the warden and whatnot that oh we yeah pull around that. With, which i want to talk about but we're not going to do it right now since I mean, we've already been on Herobrine longer than I wanted to be. Yeah. Well, uh, we can read some creepypastas people have made on Reddit if we have nothing else to talk about. I have one pulled up right now. Well, no, there's more. Uh, well, in one of our horror story episodes, we read, like, the the bus route of something or other, that one, remember that? When yeah. When we read that story? That's a creepypasta. Uh, the Backrooms, which is... Probably the most popular one right now, but it's not really quite as... Well, I don't want to say that. There's been some analog horror videos made about it, which are pretty interesting, because I, I, I enjoy analog horror. Uh, and then there's some games, which are mostly funny, just because of the people that play them. Uh, and their reactions. Uh, those are two of the main ones off the top of my head. I think the backrooms is pretty much dominating the field right now as far as creepypastas go. Um, and when we were talking about this topic, you also said SCPs, which I don't know a whole lot about, actually. Me yeah, that either. one. What is it called? We're not going to reread it Final again. Bus Route of 375. Final Bus Route of 375. Cool. If you want to hear that story, go listen to the episode that we put it on that I can't remember what it is horror stories or something like that it's a Halloween episode um and what else we got here let me let me pull up the creepypasta creepypasta 
Creepypasta, scary stories. Yeah, and then there's... It's like every now and then. I think the way that a creepypasta becomes popular nowadays, right? You can write... Like, there's a lot of creepypastas that are unknown. But to make them popular, you need to make, like, a video or a game about it. What about a Siren Head? Siren Head? Yeah, Siren Head. So Siren Head's... I mean... That's a thing. Siren Head does make me a little uncomfortable for obvious reasons, you know, long limbs. But uh, Siren Head's supposed to be a twist on Pyramid Head and Slenderman, I think. Except for the fact that apparently uh, Siren Head is like actually like the size of a skyscraper, it seems. I don't know. Yeah, there's Jeff the Killer. There's Ben Drowned. I remember that one being a huge thing. Slenderman, oh. the Russian sleep experiment. Yeah, so that ended up not being true. We read that in the horror story as well. Uh, Squidward suicide, Eyeless Jack. I remember that one. He like eats kidneys or some shit. Uh, there's the rake. That one is also based off of urban lore. Uh, Smile dog. That's Jeff the Killer's pet dog. That is as much of a serial killer as him. Uh, Laughing Jack. Kind of remember that one. Suicide mouse. I don't remember that one. Me neither. Don't remember Pen Pal? Yeah, I don't remember that one either. Abandoned by Disney, Psychosis. Thicky Toby? Is that what that says? Thicky Toby. Toby. Uh, yeah, that doesn't look very interesting. Uh, Jane the Killer. Jane the Killer. Yeah, that's a, just a female... <laughs> That is that is a female version of Jeff the Killer. Like I said, he got very, very popular. It's weird. I, people, like, th this is... Th basically, creepypasta is mild horror fan fiction. That is, that is yeah. why I primarily don't like it as much. Because when people... Robert the Doll? Holy shit. Oh, I remember... I remember seeing a video about him, like, in a, in a TV show. No, you, we want to hear about Robert the Doll, dude. Sure, go for it. Ro Robert the Doll, here, let me actually just read what's on your page. Uh, but I remember seeing a video about this. Not for the fan of, or not a video, an episode. Uh, Robert the Doll really exists. The myths surrounding him uh, vary, especially since it became so popular on the internet. The doll was given to the artist Robert Eugene Otto in the late 1800s or early 1900s by a servant working in his family home. The doll, which he named after himself, then took on a life of its own and began to terrorize the family. Otto is said to have kept his doll into adulthood and it subsequently tormented his a late wife to insanity when the doll was found by another family the girl to whom it was given was terrified of it and refused to have it in her room the doll is currently residing in the uh, fort east martello museum in key west florida visitors must ask robert politely if they want to take his photo if they mock him or take his photo without his permission robert is said to lay a curse on them yeah i remember that i remember reading all about that now, I'm gonna see, regret this as soon as I bring it up, but do does FNAF count as creepypasta? Uh does FNAF count as creepypasta? I wouldn't necessarily yeah. say that because it's like it's it's made completely separately. FNAF is not a fan made thing. 
Uh, True. Now, I think people have probably made creepypastas based off of them. Um, let me see here. I mean, I know with FNAF, really, the lore has just gotten so out of hand. And I saw a TikTok recently where someone, like, was mocked. Like, you know, that people say FNAF is, a like, a stupid kid's game, which I wouldn't necessarily call it a kid's game because there is some pretty... Uh, yeah. dark content in it but it's a bit of a childish obsession I would say that people have with it but she was mocking it and there was like a I guess from one of the games there was some very deep or wholesome but bittersweet like audio log or whatever and she was using that to counter the opinion that it's like a childish thing I'm like or it doesn't have like deep lore I'm like yeah cause it doesn't <laughs> There isn't deep lore to it. I mean, not really. There's a whole lot of jumbled up things that could have been deep lore. But really, it's just a bunch of nonsense that Scott Cawthon was throwing out to make it seem more interesting. And he himself admitted that there is really no story to FNAF at all. Not anymore, at least, because he pretty much just he, he pretty much just pulled a George Lucas. He started a cool idea and then won it the rest of the way. Uh, there's nothing coherent about it. Because uh, for every dot you connect, you're disconnecting another dot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh, what about the uh, that channel on YouTube? It's like uh, like channel 43 or I something. Know, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was talking about this during D&D one night. Give me a minute. I can pull it up. <clears throat> channel... Let's see, what is it? Can't remember. Here, analog horror. I think that's how I found it last time. Give me a minute. I will update you momentarily. Oh, also, just on the side chain, one popped up. There's a there's some cool short horror videos I've seen on YouTube. One of them right in front of me is called The Other Side of the Box by Alter. They do a lot of these. Local this 58. One, Local 58, yeah, Local 58, that's it. They, those are creepy. Um, and even the ones that aren't direct horror, like the, uh, the one that is, uh, what's the one? Um, Contingency, right there. That's a very dystopian, like, it's dark and gritty, that, and it, it kind of makes you, makes it seem like a horror, but... Well, I, I guess it is. It's very, like, 1984-esque, right? Yeah. Um, And, I mean, if you've read 1984, it kind of leaves you with that feeling. It does not end well. Um, It's it's creepy. Ooh, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. There's one here called Starlight Makeup Analog Horror. Is it supposed to be, like, Starlight based off of, like, the boys? Probably not. I'm going to walk. Pull that up real quick. Oh, no, I can't because it'll pick up my audio. Never mind. Here, let me mute it and turn on the subtitles. I want to see what's up. Oh, there are no subtitles available. Never mind. Feel irritable uh, of your own skins. Unbearable acne and wrinkle. What? Why am I watching this? It's not going to matter. It's an audio format. Someone made like a parody channel of the local 58 local, called local, local 69. Pornhub comment reading 50% off programming mukbang or some shit. I don't know. 
Okay, that cuss word doesn't count because it was uh, quoting a video. Uh, let's let's see <laughs> what it. And this is just the video. This was one thing that Local Fifty Eight actually made. I remember that video. Is there any audio in it that is like different? There is. Yeah, the, the Siri or GPS is like just cursing you out, telling you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Local sixty nine. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that that is funny. Anyway, um, analog horror is a trip. Have you seen the Mandela catalog at all? Uh, no. You should watch it. There's like two or three videos in it right now, unless they added more. I can't remember. It's been a while. But the Mandela catalog is actually disturbing. Uh, where it like incorporates that fear of like the uh, alternates, as they call them. Uh, which are pretty much clones of you, but they're off, you know. <laughs> local Local 69, homo TV. I didn't even see that. <laughs> uh this video cassette is non-transferable or maybe it is i don't fucking know we just got this at a blockbuster credit card number <laughs> sus, sus. <laughs> super ultra sus <laughs> oh this is so stupid it's so funny. Fake sleep recorded over a bad porno tape. 1987 super ultra sus imposter. Who made this? Oh, huh. Fact. The imposter is not sus. Uh, that is a fact. I'm going to say that's a fact. We'll find out momentarily. Just a few seconds. The imposter is not sus. Hey, I was right. Uh, he killed an electrical invented. It is not correlational. That is casual. I don't, I don't I even. This. I don't even. I'm voting out your subconscious. Uh, close your. I don't even know what that word is. Peter what Griffin. The, what the hell? This is so stupid, but it's so funny. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, we're gonna have to get off of that, like, right now, otherwise we're just gonna be stuck on these stupid <laughs> meme tick sub-agent. I don't even know what those are here. Keep going. Just, well, yeah, there we go. Section 5, Becoming the Imposter. It's a dog. Congratulations on completing the fake sleep program. Most participants report a, a night full of nightmares after just one viewing of this tape. Consult your mom for any issues after use. Don't take any Tylenol. <laughs> I love this. You will die in 10 minutes. <laughs> well done. Well, I guess, I guess I don't have to consult my mom. I mean, if that's any consolation. <laughs> oh, that is that is really <laughs> funny. I'm going to follow them whenever we're done with this podcast. Yes, it's the last, last episode, and it'll be a lost episode because uh, we're going to die in like nine minutes now. Yeah, I 
we won't even have time to I won't even have time to convert the file, I don't think. We still have about well, it depends on when we cut it. Uh go for an if we're going for an hour, there's only about twelve minutes left. Well, I don't know, we'll see. Depends on how we feel. I mean we did two hour long recording yesterday, so I mean not yesterday, but uh a couple days ago, so whatever. Um what else do we got in the way of creepy pastas? That wasn't a rhetorical question. Uh, I, I was thinking, okay? I was thinking. Well, think just a little bit more verbally next time. Okay, um, brainwaves, neurons, firing, memory. Just get just get an ASMR mic and put it deep within your brain so that way I can hear every single electron firing. Okay. God, you're bad at that. Never mind. Pull it out. Tired of your ASMR brain. Honestly, I feel like if your brain had an ASMR mic in it, it would just constantly be playing uh, that one song from Chicken Little. You know? It's constantly screaming. Yeah. Or, hang on, let me... Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna get on that side tangent. So you got anything? Um, what was that? But wasn't there a creepypasta like linked to Slenderman, but not Slenderman? Uh, I mean, not really as far as I'm aware. I mean, there's this like crossover creepypasta history of Jeff the Killer versus Slenderman. Uh, no. But that. that's, that's like just dumb. Hmm. I don't know, yeah, I don't I don't know, I don't think so. We're really bad at this. Hmm. We're really bad at this. What do you mean we're really bad at this? Creepy pastas. <laughs> well, it's because creepy pastas are just face valued like simplistic horror. You know, that's why I don't care much for them, but I mean they're they could be interesting but they just they're 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 not cuz look the you gotta, blobfish you got to realize the, the blobfish is not a creepy pasta <laughs> I bet it, someone made a creepy pasta about it but basically like one thing you got to realize is these creepy pastas are not written by horror experts you know you're you know what Pff, screw it blobfish creepy pasta is there anything there what is that? Hang on. Third row, second to left. Ooh. Down one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Blobfish Chad? Oh my god. <laughs> Save that image and send it to me. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I'm gonna set that as my profile picture. <laughs> Oh, that that is hilarious. I guess there isn't a blobfish horror. That's a little weird. It, it already is a horror. Look at him. Hey, you can't just bully him like that. Apparently, the blobfish is a real thing. Yeah. Like this is apparently this has been known for like a very long time, which I didn't know. Hang on. Okay, I have something to tell you. Actually, I I uh, I don't remember when you were talking to Andrea, but like. It came up where, like, if you want to be reincarnated as an animal, what would it be? And you said a mantis shrimp, and she called you dumb for that. And I was like, what do you mean, what? dude? 
Does she know about the mantis shrimp? No, I had to explain to her, and she's like, well, it's still dumb. It's dumb. That thing punches its enemies to death. It, it punches pu so fast, it, it boils the water around. It doesn't just boil it. It turns the water around the area of impact into plasma. Like, what? How is that stupid? It has the most impressive eyesight of any predator on Earth. Did you show her the mantis shrimp? Did she look at it? I think I think I did. I don't remember. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna text her right now. Give me give me just a second. Do you, do you want me to go go get her? Sit and you can talk to her on the podcast. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. Go go do that because that irritates okay, me. Yeah. Can't believe you're just gonna bag on my choice to be a mantis shrimp. Look, the mantis shrimp is a deadly predator. All right. She's coming. Hang on. One one punch from that thing would like break your hand. I think. That's insane. You're you're gonna be on the podcast for a second. Why? Because she cool wants to talk to you about something. Okay, close yeah. What's up? I I need you to explain yourself to me because I need to know why you would think such stupid things. When okay. I said uh, when I said I would be reincarnated as a mantis shrimp if I died, and you said that was stupid, do you know about the mantis shrimp? Yes, it's just a stupid creature. How it's is ugly. it stupid? It punches its prey to death. Why? So it's freaking ugly. It has Why the most. Why would you want to come back as something so gr gross? Because it has the most impressive eyesight of any predator known to man on the planet. Ah, uh, yeah, you would know about that, wouldn't you? And it put- You know what? Get the fuck off this podcast. <laughs> I'm tired of listening to you already. Never mind. What she happened? Just, she just roast my eyesight, right? I was- I told her, I'm like, she's like, why would you want to be that? I'm like, because that thing has, like, some of the- That has, like, the best, uh, eyesight compared to any other predator on the planet, basically. And she goes, oh, yeah, you'd know about that, wouldn't you? I'm like, get the fuck off this <laughs> podcast. Can't just can't just pull me under the rug like that. Um, I want to just go like I hate you and then like leave. But oh, that's funny. <clears throat> no, the mantis shrimp is awesome. Speaking of which, though, what would you be reincarnated as? Uh, I want to be a red panda. A red panda. Yeah. Well, a mantis shrimp would be a pretty funny thing to come back as, but honestly, I'd probably want to be like a Kodiak bear, you know, huge. Or a platypus. Or, uh, you know what? A platypus is a really good suggestion, you know, because platypi are the most superior animal on the planet. They're not. Uh, yes, they are. No, they're not. They, they have... <laughs> Neo, they lay eggs and lactate at the same time. <laughs> What's your point? They're impressive. They have talons Dude, on their back feet that have multiple different types of venom. I would crush a mantis, or not mantis shrimp, a platypus into oblivion. Dude, a, a platypus would be more like, platypus would steal your wife from you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll hunt that platypus into the stratosphere. <laughs> Break your toes while you're doing it. I don't think you could even bench more than a platypus. Not right now, I can't, because I'm still recovering from surgery. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to need more if you start fucking with a platypus. 
<laughs> oh gosh. Okay, I'm getting a little carried away. I'm sorry. I cursed a few times there. Let me write down my stick butt points. It's three of them. Well, actually, I apologize. So does that count? For you? Okay. You know what? We'll just do two. 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 We'll just yeah. do two stink butt points. Sorry about that. Um, let's see. There was another thing, actually, just speaking of, like, ocean stuff. Did you hear about that movie called Underwater? Hey, I've seen some clips of it on TikTok. So this irritates me. This, like, really deeply irritates me. And this is one of the things why I don't like that Cthulhu is part of the public domain. Uh, Underwater, for people who haven't seen it, I need to watch it. I actually planned on it. Basically, it's a horror movie about deep deep sea, and there's, like, a terrible terrible creature down there and, and well there's one big bad terrible creature but many others the the people who made that movie the director apparently confirmed that the one big bad monster down there is cthulhu uh what? yeah they they said it, it it's cthulhu um and i said I, I originally found this out on a tiktok and i said yeah you can say it's cthulhu but it's not canonical cthulhu i'm like that isn't actually cthulhu you want to know how i know it's not cthulhu for one if it is they did the movie wrong because you should never just see the physical embodiment of cthulhu secondly if it were and even if you did make it to that point all the people would be dead they would they would not there would be no happy ending at all which I mean, maybe it, there is a idea, but well, yeah, but it's still not a happy ending. Usually, even then, that 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 madness would drive you to kill yourself, probably. Yeah, uh, and I really hate it when people like do things like that. There was another video I saw where someone's like, you know, some of the like most deadly mythical creatures, and they use Cthulhu, and they're like, you know, Cthulhu comes from another planet, and this or that. Which I mean. To be fair, some of it was, like, kind of accurate, but it was, like, dreadfully oversimplified. Like, just saying Cthulhu comes from another planet. Like, you cannot just phrase it like that. Cthulhu comes from another dimension. It's it's a lot more complicated than that. I'm not even sure if Cthulhu came from a planet. Like, because Cthulhu kind of just drifted throughout the eternal nothing for eternity. And then eventually ended up on Earth. That's pretty much how it happened. Uh, there is no, there is no org, huh? Oh, the the mantis shrimp. <laughs> I love that. It kind of reminds me of the the Rick and Morty episode where Morty has that one huge arm. That would yeah, that or the Sponge episode where he has like the inflatable arms. I love it. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Anyway, let's see what we got here. Um, well, now we're just looking at mantis shrimp. We can read you know, this and end it. Some people keep those things as pets. The endless skyscraper? Yeah. I can okay. read it if you want. Yeah, you read it. I, I read the last one. <clears throat> the, sh the, 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 the city was shrouded in a heavy mist. Wait, 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 wait. Should I put on some creepy music? Put on tense music, not creepy music. Intense music? Like, not intense, but tense. Yeah, Does that, that works? A city was shrouded in a heavy mist. 
or foreboding presence that blanketed the streets in a ghostly embrace. It was a bleak and dreary night, a perfect reflection of the emotions that coerced through me as I made my way towards my destination. I was driven by an overwhelming sense of urgency, an unshakable feeling that I was meant to be there at that precise moment in time. As I walked, my steps echoed through the empty streets. The only sound to be heard were the mournful cries of the city's ghostly inhabitants. I felt as if I were being watched, as if every dark alley and empty window held by piercing gaze of something sinister. But I still pressed on, drawn ever closer to my goal. Finally, I reached my destination, a towering skyscraper. It starts to the wet piercing sky like a needle. I approached the entrance and my hand trembled as I reached for the door. I opened it with a creak and stepped inside, drawn towards the pulsing light that embraced, er, emanated from the top floor. As I made my way up the endless staircase, I could feel the weight of the world pressing down upon me. Every step was a struggle, every breath was a battle against the ever-increasing sense of dread that threatened and consumed me. But I pressed on, driven by the overwhelming sense of urgency that had brought me to this place. At last, I reached the top floor, and there, sitting at a desk, was a man. He was shrouded in shadows, his face obscured, but I could sense the malice in his gaze and he, as he looked up at me. Welcome, he said, his voice a whispered hiss. I've been waiting for you. I have a proposition for you, one that will change the course of your life. And with that, the man revealed a sinister plan, one that would long bring chaos and destruction to the world. And though I knew it, it was wrong, though I knew I should turn and flee, I found myself powerless to resist, for the man had woven a spell around me, a spell that bound me to his will, a spell that would lead me down a path of darkness from which I would never return. And so, with a heavy heart and trembling hand, I signed my name on the man's contract, stealing my fate and ensuring that the world would never be the same, for I had become a pawn in his hands of a madman a mere tool to be used for his twisted designs. And though I would live to regret it, though I would rue the day I ever set foot on the skyscraper, it was too late. The die had been cast, and there was no turning back. This was one of the top-rated creepypasta texts on the subreddit. <laughs> like, the top-rated one. That, that was... that was bad. Okay, I, I don't like the story, but it was well-written. That that yeah. much I'll say. Here, let me let me turn that off. Like it was very well written, but that doesn't. I think I I don't know. There's more you could do to it to make that more interesting. I, like, I, I that kind of pulls on the fear of liminal spaces where it's like you know, it's just I mean, that stuff just doesn't do a whole lot for me. You know, yeah. like I actually it, thought of another creepy pasta. Oh yeah. So you you know remember when you were a kid. And like you had to turn off the light and then run upstairs because the monster would get you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that guy. That bad the stair monster or whatever people call it. Stair monster. I actually don't well, I remember that being a being a fear as a kid, but I don't remember that as a creepy pasta. Well, I'm pretty sure people made it into a creepy pasta. I don't remember what it's called though. The Boogeyman? Maybe. There's a movie, like a horror movie, The Boogeyman. It's actually pretty creepy. Somewhat, not like completely. Let me look that up real quick. 
the boogie the boogeyman the boogie oh this was made in 2023 there's a boogeyman movie Don't let it out is one of is like the heading for the thing here. What is this? I don't remember seeing this movie anywhere. Hey, it's the little girl from Bird Box. Neat. Hmm. Hmm. No monsters in the closet. Checking the closet for her for his, for his daughter. And then she hears a noise or something like that. Have you seen from, that little comic strip? Of like uh, Monsters Inc. when Boo's like an adult and she's like a, a scientist or whatever, and they break into the monster world through a children's closet, and like they're like, "Oh, Doctor, you were right. There's a whole other dimension over here with monsters and blah blah blah." And they're like, you know, shooting and like taking the monsters and everything. And then she hears Stully, and she's like, "Kitty." I no what I don't remember that. Is that like an actual thing? Oh, weird. Ooh, that's actually kind of creepy. Uh, where uh, is it? The Boogeyman movie. This is like a... From the mind of Stephen King. Yeah, this has me kind of drawn in. What is that? This isn't like an actual Stephen King thing, is it? I don't believe it is. Yeah, here we go. Look at this. Give me just a second. Let me pause this somehow. Okay. Yeah. Comic Monsters Inc. Kitty question mark. Solon and Boo. Is that little crab thing? Breach. Po breach positive. Go, go, go. Oh, God. <laughs> that kind of takes it for a slightly dark turn. <laughs> Tentacles behind your back. All of them. <laughs> oh, so Boo's like a supervillain now? Like a doctor. Or a scientist or something. That's a little disconcerting. Doctor, you were right. It's a whole different dimension. You doubted me? <laughs> uh, No one believed me, and I don't blame them. Interesting. An entire parallel world of monsters hidden behind every child's closet door. Who wouldn't think I was insane? But this will change everything. We'll bring back a few of these specimens. And every smug scientist that ever called me crazy. What's the... I want to know what the goal of that is, though. And then you... <laughs> this is... This is actually kind of interesting. And then... And then... Sully shows up. Neat. Sully, what about Mike? <laughs> Do you remember Mike? Mike. I'm sorry. Huh? I cursed. I apologize. Well, I didn't hear you. You still get half a stink but point for that, though. I swear to God, if it ends right there. Yep, yeah. That's what I thought it would do. I hate that. That's neat. Anyway, I'm going to look more in this boogeyman thing here. This is a brand new movie. I actually kind of want to see this. Uh... 
Huh, neat. Oh, there's the boogeyman. Look out! Oh, it's not out yet. It comes out in June. <clears throat> June 2nd. This comes out a day before my birthday, bro. It does. Right before I turn 22. Interesting. Hmm, I might watch I that. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Are you looking in the boogeyman? Yeah, that right there. You can check that out. It's actually pretty interesting. I might go watch that. Thing is, I don't know if this was like actually a... Here, click on that right there. Trailer HD. Go back up. That. Right there. On the left. With the big white ball. Oh, so that's what it looks like. Okay. I didn't get a clear look of it from the trailer. But that's what the boogeyman looks like in the movie, apparently. Ooh, that is creepy. <clears throat> that is really creepy. That looks like a necromorph. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Except I think Necromorph are a little bit more creepy, but... Speaking of Necromorph, I'm almost done with chat or Death Space 2. Are you? Where'd you leave off at? <clears throat> um, I'm about to leave the Ishimura again. Oh, okay. So, mm, yeah, you're moderately pretty much through it. <clears throat> Those chapters go by quick when you're... You know, you think 12 hours is actually like... Or 12 chapters is like a lot, or 13 in that game, technically. 14, I can't remember. I think it's 13. Uh, but you kind of end up plowing through them a bit. After 10, has been the longest one I've been on. Especially when you get to the government sector, because, like, that whole, like, thing. Like, you watch me do it like that. It's just pain. Yeah. Um, and you might... I, I, to, I had to turn down the difficulty when I did it. I just, I just did not have the resources to, to beat the final boss. I really hate the dread that I feel on the Ishimura. Because like the, for the first, like, ten minutes you're on there, you don't get attacked. And then yep. you just, boom. Yeah, and then you're getting bombarded. Yep. That, 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 that was a really cool... See, now, like, since you've played it so soon, it probably wouldn't strike you quite as hard. But... Uh, when I first played Dead Space way back when, it's like there was, you know, there was Dead Space. And then playing Dead Space 2, it was great and everything. But whenever you get to the point of the game where you see the Ishimura, like, well, I remember being in that in that little tram thing with Ellie and whatnot, and you see the Ishimura, I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> it made sense. I remember the I remember the shock of that feeling, you know. Right. Uh, similar to the shock that I got while playing just the original Dead Space or the Dead Space remake, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. And did you look up the sea shanty Easter egg? Yeah, it's so funny. I thought it was a, I like I think it. I think there was also a TikTok I sent you about it. I can't remember, but I like I saw it on a TikTok. I'm like, huh? And then I, you know, I figured out what it was. And like you, I was in that room. You saw me in that room. I can't believe I yeah. missed that. I think I, like, he, like, stomped on the ground and whatnot, and then it, like, popped up eventually. I need to go back and get that. I think there's an achievement for it, probably. A hidden one, yeah. Ugh, that's awesome. Anyway, I think we're about good with time on this episode. Oh, probably, you're yeah. At, you're looking at that. We're not going to talk about that right now. 
potential sponsor in the future but anyway all right well that has been episode four of season three of joe bro radio of the internet of us uh go ahead and check out our socials on twitter reddit instagram and facebook uh you can also check out our solo stream pages uh frosty butcher for myself there's an underscore in between those words uh and just phoenix 101 for neo you got any concluding notes bro uh, don't diss the mantis shrimp. Yeah, don't don't be like Neo's wife and respect the mantis shrimp, or the mantis shrimp will come to your toes and break them by punching them. You know, as mantis shrimps do. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, was that it? Yeah, that was it. All right, groovy. Well, we will see you all in the next episode. Peace. Peace.